me. Hi. Hi. <laughs> That's what <laughs> just I just started talking to me. <laughs> I'm a hot mess over here. I'm sweating. I have coffee. I'm trying to juggle my hairs in my face. Ugh. I know. And, and I'm great. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> well, I guess you just told us. Yeah. <laughs> For visual, everyone. Hi, everybody. <laughs> For visual, Emily's getting my straight boobs and double chin. Right. And she's in her closet. You can't forget that. Because right, vo- you know voiceover people have setups for their closet. So she has you're, a whole setup happening. And you're just going to have to deal with the fact that you're going to see my chin the whole time. That's okay. She's also wearing a shirt that says, Ew, David. Ew, David. But today Ew. we're going to talk about Ew, Greg. Ew, Greg. Literally make that the fucking title of this episode because I'm about to go woof. Woof. All right. Well, let's just start from the beginning. Basically, I always hate hometowns now because they're not legit. Hometowns not used to be. Hometowns. Yeah, they used to be so magical, so fun. The family's all in their element. The family's all comfortable in their home. It's just they haven't been the same. And granted, people are probably tired from traveling and having to like be held by, you know, production and go here, go there when right, usually all of the massive amounts of testing that they're doing too. Right. And they're usually just like at their house. Um, <laughs> so whatever hometowns, I usually, I didn't take any notes because they've just been so boring like that for the COVID seasons, but, um, I have some notes. Um, that's good. But I mean, after a certain point, it's all just like, fuck Greg. Yeah. Yeah. At the, yeah. At one point. Yeah. Honestly, my, I feel like I was, sta- I was sitting there yeah. with my mouth open. Yeah. And I, I okay. just couldn't even, anyway. All right. So we start off first with, um, Justin, which is basically a huge ass no, waste. No, 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 oh. no, 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 How dare no, 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 no. Okay. Um, first. okay. Sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. So, okay, then. Our Lord and Um, Savior. Why don't you start? Because you love him. (laughs) I was so naive, Emily, at the beginning of this. Wait, you don't like like, him anymore? No, no, no. Hush, my child. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. I was so naive in terms of the episode. I had such high hopes. I had like a hometowns No, And then I have like a Blake's first. Oh, my God. Yay, exclamations. And then... The first portion of their date was a little awkward, no? Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I feel like he was It was like in- the most awkward I've seen them together. Like it, it felt, but it felt like flirty, awkward tension. It, but like, I thought they were past that. Were you talking, are you talking about like when they just like walk up to each other at, for at the, like when they first have that conversation? When they're like, hey, like, how are you? I missed you. When they hug and kiss and whatever. Or are you talking just like at the beginning of the actual date? I'm just talking about like the beginning portion when he's like Canadian and syrup or whatever. And like, oh, yeah, they took like, like it, a sh- was, it was fine, but I don't know, just like the whole thing, it was just kind of like, okay, <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe he felt awkward like pretending he was in Canada. I don't but know. But I did think it was cute once they started playing hockey. That was adorbs. Yeah. And I was interested that she was so like, confused about the syrup thing i was like i'll take a shot of syrup yeah, oh my I was god like, what are you talking about i was but like absolutely we're from, we're we're from, from new england yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah she was like what i was like oh my god what a great start 
Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm just, I think just the recreations at this point, I don't, I don't think they're clever. I don't think they're cute. I feel like production's getting sick of them. So I feel like right? they were just so kind of budget this time. Like fucking Greg's was just a sign that said boardwalk. <laughs> yeah. It was like so ugly. It was almost like telling. It was terrible. <laughs> like it was like, and all the, all the brush in the back was like dead and like nasty. And then this stupid, like wooden, like brightly painted, like fake, like fake jersey shore or yeah, fake. also he's from edison new jersey which is not like a beach town i also just hated that he was he made it rain again because it rains in new jersey anyway i i anyway we're we'll get there we'll get there yeah we'll get there um <laughs> yeah i don't know it was all right but i still find i still found him endearing um and i still like i just feel like he's like a little strange like he always seems like a I little bit love like how weird he is yeah yeah like he kind of seemed like especially on this one i feel like he was um thinking about like what he had to do and like what he had to talk about and like all the stations he had to hit with her like it was almost like he was like distracted was, like, performing. yeah yeah but not really performing but just like distracted by like i don't know like the obstacle course of it all right, like it's like right. all right first we're going here and then we're going there it's like i have to like talk about like you know how much i love canada i just feel like he was kind of like like in the zone about the whole like date date um recreation and I don't know. I agree. I thought it was a little awkward, but I think Katie's kind of like losing it because Katie doesn't know how to be with everyone separately anymore. No, she doesn't. So she's just like, it's like, she's like, eh, just the like, fact, I mean, the fact that she was like, ugh, sorry, hold on. I'm trying to reposition my, this, this is what you get in bitch. Okay. That's fine. You can have a bird's eye view. Got it. Um, you need to organize your color closet, your closet colors. I should come over and do it. <laughs> it was, and I like am such a hot fucking mess just from like literally everything grad school. It's just I know and you're a bad bitch. Jobs and I just <laughs> okay, guys. We just lost Aubrey. <laughs> I'm dying. Are you okay? Um, once more with feeling once more with feeling I had to send another link here we are what were we talking about before I everything know. fell on me I also always forget that the AU Quinn email always throws me off I'm like what is that you and it makes me think of like Adelphi University where we went I was like is that her her college email it always like throws me when I see that email my name is spelled A-U-B-R-E-Y that's true <laughs> or like your middle name is like you're like Aubrey Ulysses Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would love to be Aubrey Ulysses. Unfortunately, I'm just Aubrey Elizabeth. Aubrey Ulysses. Close to Ulysses. Aubrey Ulysses Quinn. That's true. It's like it's like male version of Elizabeth Ulysses. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway. We were talking about how it was kind of like awkward with Blake, and he was just like kind of like going through the motions of the date, but. I don't know. I thought it was cute when they were on the bowl, like, like, and he was, they, he was holding her and like, it was cute. I mean, whatever. That was cute. No, no, no. It got, what, it got much cuter once they were like playing hockey and, um, riding the bowl and stuff. And that was cute. It just like, I was just surprised at how it felt awkward. Suddenly. Yeah. And then his family was super nice, super great. Oh, Okay, first love of all, them. I fucking love his mom who was like, you need to man the fuck up and tell her. 
You yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I love how he was like, you know, the physical attraction is totally there. I know. And then she, she was, was like, like oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> yeah. That was cute. It was super, I could definitely see them together. I think they look the best together also. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was but really cute when they were all playing hockey together. The fact that they don't really like, they can't really talk about how they're falling in love though is kind of an issue. Like it's a little weird at this I was point. Like, waiting for him to do it because like he was so close at the end of the hometown and he was like whispering and I was like Katie stop pulling back like I don't think he wants you to look at him like yeah but it just yeah it's it's kind of it's creating a problem and I mean basically Mm -hmm. his whole family told him that and he still didn't say it and I think that not his mom. His sister called him the fuck out. Like, yeah, they both Claire, did. Then it was now Tisha. Now know. this is the one. I know. And oh my God, Aubrey, I thought of you and I was like, I hope she's just is seeing this and remembering when I was like, that's weird. He yes. was obs- he was obsessed with them. Straight up obsessed. Although she was like, first it was Claire, then it was Tasha. And then that means that my memory is wrong when I said I thought that he went home because he was still like, attached oh, to I Claire told you he stayed for Tasha. I knew he did maybe I'm confusing thinking, him with someone else the guy who did the dress burning I forget his name oh yeah that really big guy that had never talked about feelings ever in his life who like fell so hard for yeah, Claire so and hard. then she was just like oh hey. you're right you're right okay I did confuse that mm-hmm. okay well then my point still stands like he becomes obsessed and I the fact that he his family was like grilling him with that and yeah I just love their whole dynamic like I love when families are just like you could just Holistic. tell when, yeah, and when you could just tell when they're so comfortable with each other and like there's so yeah. much love there. Um, but yeah, even the fact that they were getting on him about it and he still didn't say it, and he just was like, "This was I. This was such an amazing night," and mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it makes me think that he wants to feel it so bad, but he doesn't, and he. And he he can't he doesn't yet yeah yeah and he keeps thinking of it in like timeline terms he's like I just know see us getting there it's like we reach this and then I know it's coming it's like I, I don't like you you know it's coming like at one point I you're think, just I don't know well he also was like trying to say how um meeting his family was like a big thing for her or for him rather that um, is true also and mm-hmm. so like I don't know if he was just like saying that and saying that. And now that it's happened, he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, I thought I would feel it after that. And like now. Yeah. I and now. Or, it, yeah. He was putting a lot of pressure. It's just too scared. Like, I don't know. I don't see him being scared because he's so bold. Right, uh, so like, it, that's the other thing. But I mean, love is. It's complicated. It to, like Sex stuff. It's much easier to be bold and like flirty and whatnot but like maybe he's had some bad experiences or like we don't know I don't know I just think he's kind of I think he's just kind of bold in general just in terms of like his conversational style like I just think Mm -hmm. that he's like a bold guy I don't see him like Mm -hmm. I I, if he loved her he would be like screaming it so I just I just don't right like if that all lined up Mm -hmm. like if that all lined up like all his weird behavior like with the pre-Instagram thing and like how his sister said that you're right that was so crazy it's just like something is kind of coming off a little like they're not quite gonna I don't know so so I don't know yeah I I don't know some something was a little like amiss with all of that the fact that he couldn't say it and the fact that she didn't say it Mm -hmm. um but you know I don't fall in love like that just because I don't fall in love like that doesn't mean other people can kind of like you know put that work in and then they feel that love I know a lot of people fall in love that way 
Um, but I don't know, considering the circumstances, like it's important at this point. Like it's important. Yeah, she yeah, has when to just like, uh, I have time. And like, you don't. And at, literally two at, weeks left. At, at this point, it's like, okay, if you're a fan of the show, which maybe he is, are you in the mode thinking that there's four of you? Because there's not, there's three of you. And after mm-hmm. these hometowns, one of you leaves and then the two men left have to freaking propose. So the fact that he didn't say it <laughs> was pretty alarming to me. And it kind of like put me in the dumps a little bit because I was really digging them. Um, me too. I was so disappointed. I was like, oh, Blake. Yeah. And what I don't know. Doing? She She's just like, she's getting real, like she's getting so clammed up, like, she, I, I've, I don't think I've ever seen a lead like this clammed up. And I feel like for some reason she's like really trying to like, st- well, not, not stick to this tradition of the show. Fuck that. I don't think that's what she's doing. I think she's just trying to stick to what she wanted to do, which was not tell people she loved them. Mm-hmm. I was literally just going to talk about that. But I think that she like, she can't. I don't know, but she's not really doing like anything. Like, I, I just feel like she doesn't know how to be. And she keeps saying it. She's like, I don't know how to be with you right now and then be with someone else. Like, I feel like that's all we got out of her in hometowns was like her playing, her being cool with the parents because she was great with all the people that she met because she's awesome. Like, I love that when Blake walked in, she was like, go hug your mom. That was, yeah, so, cute. That was so cute. She she just played it so cool with all the families. But I think underneath, like all her conversations with the guys were just kind of like, uh, like she I was, think she's just afraid to say something and then have to send them home, like regardless of how she feels like because she, she could feel like she's falling in love with one of them. And she does feel that, obviously. But like, I think she's just afraid to hurt them at this point. And so instead of like saying, like, I am falling for you or even just being like, I really like, thank you so much for, I don't know, sharing or like, she, uh, like nothing like like I just feel like she's so in her head I like she can't even do like she can't even be there and she but she's trying to like play it cool and be confident which I feel like she's a strong woman so she's doing that but she's really like pretty uh pretty withdrawn I think and I noticed this right away to even from the Mm. beginning before all the Greg stuff happened but I yeah I kind of felt seemed like a little off yeah, and I feel like this point, last Bachelorette, which was Tasha, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last Bachelorette, she Tasha was, like, really having conversations with both guys about how hard it was. Like, in-depth conversations, and both mm-hmm. men helped her through okay, it. Well, to be fair, like, Greg is a fucking child and does not have the capacity That's to, be, true. to do that. But... But I would hope well, the others. True. Well, no, true. And this is coming from a place of Tasha kind of like leading those conversations and mm-hmm. really being vulnerable how, about how this is insane. Like yeah. I just, like, I this just is not a normal situation yeah, at all. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember her like I just remember her hometowns and like at her time in this process during her season, like there was still a lot of like her working things out vocally. Like she was still mm-hmm. real from what mm-hmm. I can remember. And yeah, there, she was still dating that that guy. Uh, I forget his name, but that he was so cute and we, he was younger than her and he had the niece and, um, he ended up leaving cause he oh, wasn't ready. Oh, Ivan, Ivan. Ivan. Oh, Brand- no, Brandon, no. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Yeah. The Instagram, Brandon, the whatever. Instagram thought. Yeah. He's kind of an Instagram yeah. thought, mm-hmm. um, which I noticed right away, which I was like, mm, were you just like, not really that into her? You just. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but nobody, nobody dragged him. Right reasons. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Nobody dragged him, but I guess he didn't like set off. And I mean, he was, he was fine. Um, 
anyway, she was leading those conversations about being right. uncomfortable. And then it was kind of like we we watched how the guys were able to react to her. And it was like in that way, we were able to kind of like make the decision on who we liked the best. And I remember I was like, I fucking love Zach. Like she has to pick yeah. Zach because at that point. And we were so not team Zach in the beginning because I was like, yeah, it was Zach. He's stupid. Yeah. And, and then just I loved him because. Yeah. Of how and just how strong he was and like what a man and like the way he helped mm. her through that and what understood. And, and remember how he told her father, like, like that specific thing that she said to him about her father, like, I'll never, I'll never forget that. Oh my like, God. Yeah. And then, and then just that proposal and just like her choosing him, it was just like, oh, it was just so beautiful. And at this yeah. point, I'm really just kind of like concerned for Katie and I feel badly for her. And I don't know how somebody as, you know, aware and kind of just really progressive and uh, okay we can't I, we can't uh, talk about this i don't know how she's here greg it's i just i greg just and i i just don't know how she's here and to, to be honest it's like the justin date i don't even feel like we need to really even like talk about because it's just I not happening talk about justin's parents i mean no it's not happening like uh, okay yeah well we can move on anyway yeah that was the blake date and it but he didn't say it and it kind of made me feel like that's not going to be good for you and and moving into justin i'm like this isn't good for you either and it starts off bad although she (laughs) she did feel a little bit more relaxed to me during the justin date right we don't know the timeline of any of this if it actually happened in this order or if blake was like after greg or like what we don't we don't don't you're right You're right. And she was at ease with him. You're right. And I feel like she Seemed almost a lot needed more relaxed with him. I feel like she almost needed this time to kind of just like de like de yeah, de-compress. de-stress, decompress. And I feel like she knows at this point that it isn't Justin. Um <clears throat> I think that she was super comfortable because I think she knows she's not picking Justin, but she knows that Justin is mature enough to handle the situation. Justin knows exactly what he signed up for at this point he's treating her like a gentleman and when she tells him that it isn't him he's going to handle it like a gentleman I I just think that that's something that everyone can expect I think Justin is a great guy but yeah I just don't think that he's ready for marriage yeah yeah and I think that at this point yeah everybody kind of knows that Uh, you know Katie included I think he probably has a feeling to be truthful, but I mean, he's given it, he's given it his best shot. And I just feel like the heartbreak there isn't going to be detrimental for either one of them. So it's going to be okay. And that's why uh, I feel like she was comfortable here because it was almost kind of like he did comfort her and he is a great guy, but yeah, he's not ready. And the fact that his parents aren't coming says that big time. And she said that she was like, it just makes me worried that he's not ready. Cause his yeah, parents- I, I mean, I don't think that you can, I don't know. I don't think that she can like equate his readiness with the fact that his parents are coming. Like, because sometimes people's parents don't support them and it sucks and it does work out. I mean, wasn't Tasha's dad like not about her like doing this again? Uh, I don't remember if he was, or I mean, I think he was like, I don't think that Zach's parents were supportive like I don't think they they were there for the hometown oh yeah I mean I guess there's a lot of people that um have had parents that are like mm, and or like don't come but yeah I mean, you're honestly right. Justin's mom sounded realistic as fuck on the phone yeah so. she did she did so but it yeah. sucks that they can't like support their son even if they don't think it will work out like sometimes you just <laughs> listen to me talking like I have kids sometimes you just have to like support people 
even though you don't agree with their decisions because it's not your life. Yeah, you're right. That was kind of an interesting, um, kind of like a window through that we saw into his life. Um, that is sad. I agree. And you could tell, you could tell that he was disappointed by it. And not only that, but he almost seemed like unsurprised. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Which was sad, which was sad, but yeah, you're right. She can't equate that to that really. I mean, she did. So who knows what she's really thinking, but maybe what she meant was I can't really, I'm not comfortable choosing him, you know, in this, with this predicament attached to him is maybe what she would have yeah meant but but. you know what to Justin's credit like this was honestly the first time I felt like we got to see yeah she saw in him because he was so fun yeah he was great and like just so relaxed and like I one moment that just made me like laugh because it's something that I would do was when they were in the carriage and I forget what they were talking about but he was like it was like a, oh my God, me too moment. So he, yeah. was, he just turns it over and he goes, oh, shut up. And yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's totally something I Yeah, you can, you can tell he's an amazing guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not, not for her. Yeah, I agree. We totally saw why she loved him. Such a gentleman and um, just, yeah, all around it, it went really well and he was sweet to her. Um, yeah. And he's also um, the artist. I mean, like, that's so sexy. Like, I know. So there's definitely probably more to Draw him. Draw me than, like one of your French girls. Yes. Do it. And <laughs> no more stick figures, please. But yeah. Please um, no yeah, I please no more. But no, yeah, he's the kid's mm-hmm. like a really good artist. So it makes me feel like he has more depth than the show was able to show mm. um, of him for some reason. I don't know. Mm. I feel like at this point, him and Andrew would be good uh, bachelor choices. Um, cause Justin Ooh. seems like a really interesting guy, like an artist. Like they've never had anyone like that as a bachelor. Oh, Andrew though. I know Andrew though. Such a lovable little bug fan favorite. Okay. Um, so we need to talk about the little like interjection that they put in here after Justin's date. <clears throat> cause Greg is all like, Oh, I don't think I was supposed to see her on the date with Blake and like it was really hot. Oh yeah, I this whole episode even before he became I was like okay producers, you weren't supposed to see that. Hey, hey Greg, what if we go out here and just talk real quick? Like we can look at, you know. Oh, look, perfect view of Blake and I know. Like, that whole really? thing was so stupid. And this is why I'm like if this kid wants to be an actor, like he should stop now because yeah. that was not believable. He was like out of the blue. I saw Blake and Katie on their day. Like with his vocal fry, he's like, out of the blue, I saw Katie on I'm like, oh, out <laughs> yeah. of the blue. I'm like, oh, out of the blue. You mean this day that is probably scheduled that you probably received something under your door this morning that said exactly which time things were happening. Just a guess. Right. Yeah. So just yeah. like out of the blue, when you knew that she was filming dates with other guys, like particularly like today, like you just happened yeah. to like step outside, like, you know, and right. like, look, like, yeah. <laughs> So I'm already I don't like, think I was supposed to see that. Really? Because I think that's exactly what was supposed to happen. <laughs> no, exactly. I didn't buy it for one minute. I didn't buy it for one minute. I was like, oh my God, please. Just like, please. I, I didn't feel bad for him. I'm like, whatever. Blah, blah, oh blah, blah, blah. No, I literally just wrote, Greg is annoying the fuck out of me the whole time. Just something about this attitude only moment I really liked was when they did the basketball thing. (laughs) Greg, yeah, has always been annoying. Okay, so I guess at this point now we can move on to Greg. And I will say that I never, I, okay, I'll just say this first. I don't think that Greg is, 
is acting. I don't think that he is like manipulating situations and like fake crying. I think that sure, he's probably maybe in the back of his head he was like this would be amazing if it didn't work out, kind of like the Thomas thing honestly, so it's like but I mean nobody has he didn't give that off, which is mm-hmm. fair because I think that's really like I really don't think that that was driving him. I do think that he kind of wore his emotions on his sleeve and the fact that he was just, he cried all the time. Like he was always crying. Like he was crying about the other guy's things and just like, you know, obviously he's going through so much trauma, but you know, he was always crying and just always, I feel like, like a loose cannon a little bit. So I don't think, I I don't think that he was, I don't think that he's acting. I don't Mm -hmm. think that he's like Mm -mm. trying to win an Oscar. I just think that this guy genuinely, Because I don't think the way he reacted to her, which we will get to and which we will talk about, the way he was reacting, if he wanted to be an actor, he wouldn't have done that. Mm -mm. So Mm -mm. that's what really solidified it for me. I was like, if this guy was like pretending or just trying to like become, get a platform or something, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into it because my fucking therapist brain is going haywire. All right. (laughs) Do it, sister. Set us off. Yeah. All right. Well, actually, first, let's talk about the date. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's like lame. Like his was like especially lame, like and ugly. Just, like, you know, she was like, he's so laid back and quiet sometimes. I was like, really? He just seems like he's got an attitude problem. Like the whole time he was just like, yeah, this is my this. And yeah. yeah. Although shout out to New Jersey for Taylor Ham making cheese. But it's Taylor. Right. Ham, not I know. Girl. I thought of you. I thought of you. I thought of you. <laughs> that whole thing. It's Taylor Ham, not pork roll. Because I remember you were like, it's like pork roll, but like, it's not pork roll. It's Taylor Ham. <laughs> um thank you for reminding for remembering that fundamental fact about my new jersey i yeah you really love that <laughs> stuff like you love that before shit. i was a vegetarian like i would eat that I, it disgusts me i'm pretty sure you, if your mom had to she would like walk through a snowstorm to get that for your family <laughs> <laughs> i really yeah um anyway so i agree yeah he's just like lame he's just lame and i said this last time so i don't need to spend a lot of time talking about it mm-hmm. um but i don't think he's intelligent enough for her and i think that she holds the other guys to higher expectations than him for some reason and i don't know okay. why great because i kind of have a little bit about that here so during like okay i have a, he was annoying me the whole time like just something about his essence was he's annoying gregging, me. man he's just gregging yeah. yes and the only, like I said, the only thing I really thought was cute was like the basketball. And then like, okay, he showed her how to shoot it. And like, uh, and it was nice that like, that was the thing he did with his dad. And like, sure. That mm-hmm. was the only moment I liked him on the sure. date yep. because he immediately started going downhill fast. He just, I wrote this even before like everything else had happened in the episode that he just, he seems younger than her, like emotional maturity wise in terms of the way he communicates and, and how he thinks he understands himself. Like, I really don't think he is as self-aware as he thinks he is. Right. And like, he just seems so young and like not ready for marriage. Just like the way he was talking about it with her. Like it just seemed so teenage to me. Like it just seemed like such a immature view of like, well, if you don't tell me you love me, I'm going to leave. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it, it went, it went zero to 100 yeah. real quick. So basically whatever the date was, whatever. And obviously he's in his head about kind of like not getting what he needs, which is clearly so an issue. Yeah. I mean, basically they're on the hometown. She meets his family, yada, yada, whatever. Which was hard because his family is amazing. 
And the fact that he they had all those babies on the camera saying, we miss Uncle Greg, we love Uncle Greg. And the fact that his, his uh, who, who was it? Not his sisters. Um, was it his sisters? Both his sisters called in. Uh, you know, he was crying. The poor guy, he's always freaking crying. There was a lot of emotion and a lot of tr- true love and connection um, going on with that family, which was also hard for me, kind of hard for me to watch because I, I dislike him for her. And um, I, I mean, I that, could, that doesn't make him a bad person right. or no, from of a course bad not. family. Or right, like, right, 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 right. But I just, I, I don't think that they should be together. So yeah. when this started happening and Katie basically started crying because it was emotional and it was very nice, everything that was going on with his family, yeah. she, and she was just looking at him and looking in, in his yeah. eyes yeah. and looking at the screen. And I was like, this girl is dumb in love with this guy. Dumb in love with him. And she's given him a lot of reassurance. So, okay. yeah, he loses yep. it. He loses <clears throat> it. Let's get into it. So, basically, when they're having their talk after the date or the, the family town. What? Hometown. Yeah, right. Family town. Family town. <laughs> the family town that they created with set. Family town, basically. <laughs> I know, right? Come to family town on uh, lot eight. <laughs> 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 it's about as authentic as Greg is. Yeah. Um, so he is like, uh, basically tells her, I'm in love with you. And she obviously doesn't say it back. She, now I don't want this to come off like I'm siding with Greg because I am not. But she really, and it could be editing, so we don't know. But it seemed like she, you know, didn't really say anything back to him, which I understood because she they had just been like, oh, in the interview of I don't want to say I love you to any of the people, you know, until it's just one. Um, We're on the same page. I know I you're you're basically saying that you felt like her reaction uh, would have her reaction would have confused me. Also, it would have I mean, thrown I don't me think off. It would have confused me. It would have thrown me off. But then yeah. she like, you know, did whisper to him like, you know how I feel about you. Right. Like. So I feel like a more mature person would have been like, been like, yes, like wink, wink. I got you. Yes. And I like, think that's what she thought he was going to do. And I think that for the first time she, she saw uh, his level of mature, of maturity. It, it was like even, drop. okay. So I, I kind of felt for him during the dinner. I felt for him because he was clearly very emotional, this poor guy. So for anyone who thinks that he's just like trying to be an actor, like, I'm sorry, like, you can't make this shit up. Like this guy is losing it and telling her that he on camera, like you're on a national, you're on national TV. Like you, he's I'm like, sorry. He's not acting. He was like, what if it's about, he's like, it's not even about a rose if it's not I'm real. Sorry. Yeah. People are, people are like, the whole thing was like a movie. I was like, uh, uh, listen, do uh, just art imitate life or just life, life imitate art. Like movies are like Literally. real life. Yeah. Movies are like real life. And he is not acting. He, he loses it. And we all fucking watch. So anyway, he, I felt for him because I did think her reaction was a little stiff and I do agree. I think that he did okay vocalizing. uh, Well, not right away on, well, he pretty much shut down when he didn't get the reaction that he wanted from her. And she basically was asking him, just trust me, just trust me. Like, look me in my eye and trust me. Like, I'm just trying to do this in the way that makes me feel the best, which is not, not really saying. And he has no reason not to trust her. Right. So basically I feel like the girl could have literally, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're you're good. I feel like the girl could have eased up a little bit more. I feel like she could have maybe, especially if she's picking the guy, which is which now what it's all, it seemed like. Which is which is up until this <laughs> point. And she told his family he'll be here next week. Like, like, yeah. like she I really feel like she thinks she's gonna pick Greg. And she thinks that like Greg knows it or something. 
And, and she's like, I think kind of just hoping that Greg won't make her do a lot of work and will just kind of like kiss her and hug her and trust her and like be a little baby cry baby. Like he always has, has been doing. And I don't know, all of a sudden the script kind of like flips and he shuts Mm -hmm. down and then he starts, um, like not responding to her. her. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he basically like doesn't respond to her. Then she's like, let's go outside. And then they have like a little like semi argument in the dark, but he's like, how do you not know it's you and me at this point? Like (laughs) one, if she does, when, and if she chooses to tell you that is her fucking choice, you don't get to guilt her because you didn't get the response that you you wanted. You chose to share your feelings with her. Right. You chose to tell your family she was the one. And he's trying to make her feel guilty about that. He's after, like, you know, I told my family you were the one. And after all of this, and like, as if he were embarrassed, I was like, that's not, that doesn't have anything to do with her. That was your decision. Right. And that's what you said to your family. Like, stop trying to guilt her or blame that shit on her. Yeah, it quickly gets very dark. And it I'll- It quickly gets very so, fucking manipulative and gaslighty. Yeah. It yeah. is classic, like, um, gaslighting, abusive and behavior that doesn't, that someone might not necessarily think, like, oh, that's not cool because it yeah. is so sneaky and subtle. It's, but yeah, it is sneaky. Crumble because when he goes back, well, first of all, yeah, how does the date, how does it even end? Like, basically, he, he basically doesn't help her out at all. And he makes her do work for him. And not only does he make her do work for him, it's like super unfinished. And like, he's not being- Right, and then- Yeah. They just like- Upfront at all. And he's like- He does not communicate what he wants from her at all. He's just like, she's like, it's hard. And he's like, yeah. Like, what is, what what is? What is hard? Like, he's trying to get her to guess what he wants her to do without just saying it. Yeah, because he's trying to guess her- He's trying to get her to say, it's hard- for you, because, yeah. for me not to say, I love yeah. you. Like, yes. go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's almost like it was such, like, a narcissistic moment. Like, he was like, um, I I, I need this from you. And it's like, okay, sweetie. Not, not that he said that, but it's like, okay, no, let's walk you. But it was almost kind of like, let's walk you through this. Why do you think I'm upset yeah. right now? I yeah, want you so to tell me. Condescending. Yeah, co- like almost in a way condescending. But this is at a point where maybe we're like 40%. Like we're like building up quickly as fuck. Yeah, but this so- was this was one of the first times where I saw so much happening like in the eyes and in their faces, both of them. And anyway, well, what were you going to say? Because we can end kind of, I feel like I don't want to get to that point that I was just going to say. What were you going to say? Quick note, I loved her necklace when Greg went to go <laughs> to say hi. <laughs> I know, and she was stressed to see him. Loved her necklace. She was she very was stressed. Surprised to see him. And she but she not only was she surprised, goes, she looked scared. And she's like, Yeah, yeah. Well, because she was like, Oh, the last time this happened, like another guy that I really fucking loved left. Yeah. So and, and also just, that date was horrible and he made her feel bad. Yeah, yeah. He made her. He made her like feel like she did something wrong, and I don't think she did anything wrong. Like, she's whatsoever. the bachelorette, though. You know, she's just the bachelorette, like you know, just having to kind of like do this thing. Anyway, go ahead. right. So he goes to visit her. They get in this whole argument again. He's just throwing fucking random shit out here now. I feel like he is grasping on for anything because he just says like <laughs> he says at one point he's like, "I feel like you're just giving me a surface level response." Because she's like. 
I was trying to listen more. And like, she's trying to say, like, I was trying to listen. And like, you shared so much with your dad. And like, this is a very vulnerable moment. Like I was trying to listen and, and like, I don't, like, she thought, thought, yeah, she thought that they were on the same page and that she was just going to be able to. Is this thing about except his own fucking insecurity? Because he cannot handle that. She did not say it back. He cannot trust the relationship. No, it's a mess. He also kept repeating to her, um, as if repeating it over and over would change her response. Um, but he kept repeating that she filled the hole in his heart left by his dead father, which is very sad, but is also wildly inappropriate to say to someone who is meeting your family is supposed to be making, um, you know, a well-rounded decision on who she's going to marry. And, you know, she's trying to, um, figure out that big um, decision that she needs to make for herself and her life. And it's just so inappropriate to say to your partner that you fill that hole because not only is it a ton of pressure for anyone, uh, but it's a lot of pressure for someone who has also suffered loss and someone who is not here to walk you through these traumas that is actually here to do something else. Um, yeah. It's a mess. And it's his own insecurity. It has nothing to do with her. It it's, really doesn't. It's and so a mess. he's like, all I wanted was Katie. And I'm like, you literally had her. What you wanted was her to say what you wanted and you didn't get that. And Bam. so now you have to figure out, and I don't think it's conscious. I think it's just like his own twisted mind of like trying to just like grasp at something because he can't understand his own. Mic drop. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, so he just is like, trying to make her feel guilty about how he told like I was saying before how he told his family and he's like it's not even about the rose Katie like you keep saying I'm a number like I don't want to be a number like it's not even about that if it's not real and I was like it kind of, of all you're on the fucking yeah, it kind of is. that's exactly what it's about <laughs> yes yes it's not funny but yes he's like I don't want to be talked about as a number and like you see her backing like backtracking and it's just it makes me so angry to see like I'm getting goosebumps that's what it's just it is so obvious that he is manipulating the fuck out of her and and she's dying she's dying inside yeah make her feel guilty and make her feel bad like she did something wrong because she keeps apologizing for things that she shouldn't be apologizing yeah nope absolutely and like he's just gaslighting the fuck out of her and then she's like I don't like she's honestly confused she's like I don't understand what's happening like he leaves and and then she goes after him she's like I don't like do you not want to stay like what what is happening I think not he's like that's exactly what I'm saying I don't want to stay I'm like okay then then like what is with this whole big prolonged exit then leave kept walking away from her, kept interrupting her when he was asking her like, for no, explanations. What you want is to threaten to leave, to walk away for her to run after you, pick you, call it quits the end. It's Happy like, which, and, and then it's like, it's like she is doing that, but he's like so but insecure and he has so many, uh, sorry, issues that he can't stop. It's like, he can't stop guilting yeah. her. It's, it's, it's so bizarre. He it's very bizarre. Like, the need for validation became so bizarre. At, at one point when he walks away the second time after she chases him out he says something to her and then like walks away he says like she doesn't get it at one point yeah he's he was like, like don't, I don't get it you just yeah. don't get it katie i was like i oh. like yeah i'm done i'm done here like i'm basically mad at her anyway i just want to say not, i yeah go ahead i all right so when i said before i feel like i'm shaking even thinking about it and when you were saying it was hard for you to see her and you and you were like i'm getting goosebumps 
it was so hard for me to watch. I almost feel like I could cry. <laughs> I didn't think this was going to make me emotional. Yeah. But his eye, like, I've never focused so much in on, on this show, like, uh, his face and his eyes and her face. And I ha- I had just, I had been there before. I had seen, his eyes almost turn, like, black. You know, I thought the same exact thing. About what? About that like I had been there. Had been there. It reminded me so much of that situation, and I and have. I think that's thanks. why I'm having such a strong reaction because I was like, "No, you fucking don't." I. <laughs> you could see in his eyes that he. I'm shaking. Like, wow. I thought, you know, I. I sometimes when you think you're at peace with things and you're not, um, but I could just see his eyes turning dark and his eyes changing, and he made that face that any girl who's ever seen that face knows what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's all I can say to describe it. It's like a face. And then the face that she, what was happening to her was Mm -hmm. also like intensely relatable. And not only was she confused, but she was. (laughs) Just blindsided, dumbstruck. Out. I, it sounds like crazy, but it's like you come outside of your body all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Like all of a sudden when you realize that you've been so wrong and for, I feel really bad for her because it happened in a, in like basically a split second. When you think about mm-hmm. the timeline of the bachelor and the bachelorette, it's in a split second that this happened. And it, mm-hmm. I felt so disturbed watching it. I almost became angry at the franchise. It kind of reminded me of um, Hannah B and uh, the Luke or the Luke P thing mm-hmm. with Hannah B. But that was a little different because it dragged on the whole time. And he was being abusive and uh, manipulative. And uh, and there was talk about it. Yeah, the whole time. And there was talk about it, but it was kind of different. It was kind of infuriating that the season went on that long of him basically, like, right. abusing her and mm-hmm. doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But this happened to Katie in a matter of, like, minutes. Mm-hmm. And you could just see it on her face, like, all her muscles she in her just, face were yeah. loose. Mm-hmm. And her she face, dead on the she looked, her, all her muscles were relaxed. And up until that point, she had been very tense. And I just know that feeling. And I knew that look on her face and what was happening to it. And just, she was realizing what she had done, really. Like, what not, not saying, like, a be, to be guilty of, but what she had done to herself. Mm-hmm. And how wrong she had been. And you could just see that she was listening to him and just like, I can't believe this is my life. Like, I just remember being in a point where on multiple occasions I was looking, I was watching myself being like berated. Like I was on the outside looking at myself being spoken to this way and going, oh my God, like, how did you get here? And I could just see that all over her face. And I don't want to go ahead and label Greg an abuser. Um, I just don't. I just can't do, I just, whatever. I just don't even want to get into that. We don't even have time to do it today. I, I don't want to label him, him one, but yeah, the, uh, abusive behaviors are when you just mow over people like that and you're so worried about your own agenda and what you need and what you deserve. And, oh, he told her that he deserved better. That's what he said. Oh. And I, lo- I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even be there anymore. Like, honestly, I was just sitting there shaking and it was just all so, it was just too relatable. And it was just too much. And it made me feel so bad for her because that's the worst place to be is on the other side of somebody doing that. And it causes so much pain because you love that person. Like she loved him and she thought she could trust him. She thought they were on the same page. She thought he was just going to ride it out and wait and be patient. And she was so wrong. She was so wrong, not only about that, but about 
him and about just how he would handle things. and how he would handle things and and what was going on in his head and and all the issues like I just feel like everything became so clear to her mm-hmm. and she was kind of on autopilot like you know following him around but she still had that dead look she was dead and she was just following him around the lot and the and the resort and when she got on her knees that also oh, that made me sick that also made he me- said it made me sick that it wasn't her and I just I wanted to throw up and punch the screen at the same time it just disturbed me like how textbook it was and how similar it was Aubrey because I had been I did that I got on my knees like that at one point and I was like begging I was like begging I don't even know what I was begging for but I was like begging yeah because and- they make you feel like it's your fault and you'll see that in the narrative. And I hope that that makes you and other people who have been in that situation feel better because it's not its not your fault. No, I don't. And to be honest, I don't even need that to be this right now because I've come a long way since that relationship. Yeah. And I'm going to chill. I, you know, I had my moment, but I'm going to chill now. No, you don't But I, chill. no, <laughs> but for real, for real, I'm like, I'm, I'm good. But watching this, because that was years ago, I'm in a very happy, I'm in a happier relationship and I'm in a happy place. And, um, you know, I've come a long way from that and I learned so much. And to be honest, I feel like part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast was because I went through that relationship and because I wanted to talk about things like that and things Mm -hmm. that are toxic and, you know, things that, you know, not even toxic, not even just toxicity, but just all things that, you know, go on and, um, just these vulnerable moments, you can't make this shit up. And that's why I hate when people just like write this show off because um, there, this is like real stuff for people. And sometimes it gets really, really ugly. And this was just really hard for me to watch because it was so relatable. um, And I just felt really bad for her. Um, And Greg has a lot of work to do. I'm not going to like run Greg through the ringer because honestly what he did was good enough. Um, because he has a lot to figure out and he has a lot of deep insecurities and deep um, narcissistic issues that he has to work on and just way too many things for her to deal with. Uh, so ultimately I was glad that he left and I, I could tell that she, she couldn't unpack it all like in the confessional with the producers or anything. And she couldn't mm-hmm. unpack it, but it's gonna take I, a while. I just felt that she was me. I just felt like I was her and she was me. And I just felt so connected to her in that, in that moment. And, Mm -hmm. um, I know her strength and I know that she gets out of it and I know she's going to be such a bad bitch on her tour talking about it and, and she's going to handle it. And I'd like to say I mirror her in that way. Like, I don't need anyone to feel bad for me right now. I, you know, I, I appreciate the, the thought, but, um, I learned so much and I became so much stronger from going through that. Um, and I'm not going to say that I'm, perfect because I have definitely displayed toxicity in my relationship. I definitely have displayed toxic behavior. Um, but it's about how you retract and how you're able to sit down with your partner and be like, wow, that was really ugly. And you can be specific about everything that was ugly. And you can acknowledge that that needs to change and you can come back after and love each other still. I, and it's and like, I choose to be different. Yes. And I feel like people listening, you don't need to like, if you related to anything that happened with Greg, uh, don't chastise yourself because not only is that situation completely unique, but abuse, having abusive behaviors and exhibiting them in times that you're not expecting them. And then kind of coming back and being able to see them 
is different than having um, abusive tendencies and being an abusive person because people who are abusive people go from relationship to relationship to relationship and they abuse and they abuse and they abuse until the person doesn't let them abuse anymore or they just continue to abuse and they the person lets them they, right. yeah and the other person just lets them and there are so many people in that position but I feel like people who get a little scared when they relate to toxic behaviors just know that you learned, you most likely learned those toxic behaviors from having them thrown at you. And that's something that I still deal with today. Four years later, I'm still having to kind of deal with those ugly, dark parts that I kind of grew on onto myself. I kind of grew like new arms and legs on like the tree of who I am that I'm really not too proud of. But I think that I grew them, uh, you know, from being shown that and you need to work to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You need to work to deconstruct de, uh, that. You need to deconstruct that for yourself, for your relationships. Kind of do a little tree trimming every you now and then. You need to do a little tree trimming. And, you know, you need to be open to figuring out, you know, where that comes from and talking about it. So I just feel like for me, I needed to give myself grace in this episode because not only did I relate so heavily and so emotionally to what happened, um, but I also started to feel guilt because I recognize ways that Greg was acting that I have kind of seen in myself before when I look in the mirror and I look at the really ugly parts. Because when I look back at when I was in that relationship that was abusive, I don't remember being so combative. Like I've kind of like, you know how the other day when I was like, I said, I've kind of um, developed a sort of rigidness that I don't mm -hmm. really understand. Mm -hmm. I think Part of it just comes from, you know, the experiences that you have in your life and what you go through. But I think that that rigidness, yeah, came from there. And um, I didn't used to have it. Like when I was being abused, I I'll, I remember just not even being able to like to speak. I, I was never combative with him. I, I would just cry and like beg and, and I never, I could never find my words. He would, he would work. He would talk his way around me every single time I would get headaches. I, I was spinning. Like, that's what I remember. And you I know what, I think that's a beautiful point because I, I think that, well, one, I think you're absolutely right. You, no one, no one, is born knowing how to have a healthy relationship. You are taught what you see in your parents, which in America, a lot of that's not great. Yeah. The divorce rates high, you know, child abuse and spousal abuse and just domestic violence in general is yeah. very high. And it's, I mean, in my social work opinion, <laughs> it's a, it's an epidemic, but I think that's a beautiful point because I don't think anyone, if you are relating to, to, or seeing some behaviors in yourself, I don't think anyone should, should beat themselves up about that because the first thing is being able to recognize it. And if you right. weren't, if you, if you're not doing that, then you're not aware that you have a problem. Right. So like, so you know, right. we all see things we don't like Absolutely. In and, and we're all entitled to work on them and right. everyone is allowed to change and grow. So we don't want to label Greg abuser, abuser, because I don't one, think it's my, we don't it's fucking not, know him. Other we don't than know him. Show. Yeah. We don't know him. And, um, he, that like, I'm, like I said, I don't really need to drag him through the mud because what he did was enough. Like he should be very, very embarrassed. And hopefully if he is aware enough, uh, he knows that he needs to make changes. And if he's not aware enough, 
um, then, you know, maybe he does have those tendencies that he needs Mm -hmm. to work a little harder. Maybe like he does have that like personality. Like I'm going to give the kid the benefit of the doubt a little tiny, tiny bit um, because I just think he's going through a ton. And Katie is too, though. And she's not over here like, like uh, berating people. So that's basically it. It's like, hopefully this guy knows that how he handled that was horrible. And I hope that he has apologized to her since I, I, I pray, I pray to God that he has, but most of the time you don't get that apology from things like that, from people like that. You just hope, you just hope that like, I know I hope that, like, I hope that, um, you know, the people who have hurt me or the person that hurt me, um, is doing better. Like, I hope that you were healing your trauma so that you're doing better and you're not hurting other people mm-hmm. as a result of being hurt yourself. Like that's basically what people need to know. And more so, I don't think we need to label Greg. We just need to talk about it and we need to, um, air well, it we out. We just need to talk about the warning signs and yeah. things that you see and call yes. it out when it's happening so that, you know, in the moment, because that's yes. the hardest part yes. is in the moment. And, and, and I want to say, and I wanted to say that about what, um, you know, you were saying it's so hard for you now because you feel like you found your voice and now, uh, like you, you use it in inappropriate situations. Thank you. Oh my God. I'm going to cry again that, because you just, you're like, you're really my best friend. Like that's exactly oh. what I feel. I do feel like that's what I was trying to say. And I'm sorry, guys. I actually am a cry baby. I'm surprised I've never cried before on this podcast. Um, <laughs> but I'm a Pisces. Um, so, <laughs> but that's exactly, you just hit the nail on the head. That's what I was trying to say before is I feel like I found my voice and I'm so, I, I just am so, well, and um, you're so afraid of giving it up and oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. a terrible therapist. No, you're putting no, words no. in your mouth. You're fine, but we're both passionate. We're passionate about it, but yeah, I feel like I, it's coming from a place of, I have a, I have a voice and I, I don't want to be uh, run over. Uh, and it's, you know, maybe an overcompensation, but, and, and it's a trigger, but I, I do feel that way. I feel like in a way um, it's me trying to just exert, um, exert um, power, you know, pa- I in guess a, because pa- you felt so powerless. Powerless. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. And I, I learned the people that. that we feel closest with that we take out the, or that we practice those behaviors on, unfortunately. And, you know, that's something I've learned in my own self too, because I, I don't have an abusive relationship experience, but I have a lot of experience with like not processing my own anger and not feeling like I'm allowed to be angry. And so now I feel like I over overcompensate because now that I feel like I can access that anger, I am unleashing it on my partner sometimes where it's undeserved. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> but you know, we, we, it's the paradox of, of being in a, in a relationship yeah. like that. You, you equally give them the best and worst parts of yourself, but you have to be able to uh, look at it, adjust and, and understand where all of those things are coming from. Yeah. So don't beat yourself up too much. I mean, it's good that you found your voice and it's wonderful that you're using it. It's now you just have to negotiate how you can use it in this relationship that makes you feel like you're still being heard and you're not being uh, talked over or manipulated or talked around in circles that you're getting your point across and that you guys can reevaluate and like constantly allow each other to grow and change. Right. Beautiful. I think that this, I I think this is my, one of my favorite episodes I've we've ever done. Um, Yeah. And I hope that anyone listening, like I, if this helped one person that listened, like don't mean to sound like that person with a podcast, but, um, it's true. (laughs) Um, and just to leave, to leave on that note. Yes. Like, I feel like, you know, what love feels like 
and if like trust your instincts, trust your gut, Mm -hmm. you know what love feels like. I remember when I was in, you know, my worst place when I needed to exit, you know, that relationship, I was like 90 pounds. I was basically sick. I know. And how dare he say I'm sick to her. I, 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 it's like, she's sick, bro. I was sick, you know? I was sick to my stomach and I um, like you couldn't keep anything. I couldn't eat. And I knew there was no love there. I was like, the love is gone. At at, at one point I knew I had to walk away because I knew that what I was feeling and what I was going through and how I was able to like, look at myself outside of my body. Now, like things started to click. I started to talk to you. I started to vocalize it. So I couldn't hide it anymore. And I started to see the truths in it. Um, So basically trust your instincts. and have grace for yourself and if your relationship isn't perfect that's okay but if you think that you're in something that is super toxic and you need to walk away it's likely that you're right um but you know just talk to people I can't I should stop saying so many things because everybody's you know (laughs) relationship with um abuse or an abuser you know every everybody's relationships and life is just so different but just trust I mean, yourself. This is, this is what worked for you. So that's, that's yeah. And just trust yourself. Do. Ultimately it comes down to really trusting in yourself. And I think that's like the, like the hardest thing in life is to trust yourself and to trust yeah. and believe in yourself and believe in what you deserve and what you, what you're telling yourself in your head. Like, I just think it's like the, the biggest challenge for like every human is yeah, to and to stand trust. up for yourself and to make that happen. Yes. It's one thing to think about all of that, but it's yeah. another to like actually yeah. allow yourself to be treated a certain way. Right. Trust your feelings, vocalize them, you know, seek, seek therapy, seek, seek help, seek, seek doctors. If you know, get you a therapist. Yeah. Girl. Do it people. And or you boy, know, or whoever they be, I say it all the time, but that's why I love the show. I mean, this episode was really hard and it was really intense, but it is why I do love the show because there are things to be said here aside from the, you know, cheesy reality show bullshit. Yeah. There are things to be said here. There are things to be seen here. Um, and I think it's important. Um, so thank you, Aubrey. Thank you for um, your social work expertise. I always do <laughs> appreciate it because you know this girl is doing a ton of homework literally all the time. She's like, literally, I'm writing papers. Like, you want to record? I'm like, I can. I'm writing a paper. <laughs> no, I was I was looking forward to this. Um, yeah, so yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I do have to get going. But thank you, listeners. And um Sorry, we got a little emotional today. Actually, I'm not sorry. Uh, sorry, not we did sorry. get we did get a little emotion emotional today, but um, I'm gonna release it. I'm gonna move on with my day. I have a music rehearsal tonight, so Ooh. in and out. All right. <laughs> I hope you have a good day too, Aubrey, and all the listeners. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye.